Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, good evening to you, sir. How are you? Um, Good evening. Hello, everyone. It's getting cold, and I love it. This is the kind of weather I like. Oh my well, gosh. It, it's it's starting to get cold. I mean, it's the it's the twelfth of November. Um, we had uh, about eighty degrees here a couple of days ago, <laughs> and uh, you know we finally got some rain, and then we had the front push through, and uh, I, I guess that's the end of the really nice weather. But uh, you know, here we go. Welcome we everyone. Go. We are the two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events. We want to remind everyone you can find us on. Truth Social, you can find us on X, get what do we call it? X, Twitter, whatever. Twitter. Uh, Getter, Twitter, True Social. And if you could, please subscribe and make sure you share it with all your friends. I want to give a shout out to our P1s, the people that do have been listening to us for the past three years. And your advice has been well taken. We yes. want to thank everyone for that. So here we go. Get it started. Well, does it seem like the world's absolutely out of control? Oh, gosh, yes. It is gone to the dogs. I don't yeah, think the dogs I, want it. it. It it seems quite amazing to me um, just at the speed of which, you know, things go sideways in this country. It's almost as if it's like, uh, you know, there's there's some kind of a grand plan or organization maybe behind, you know, all of these uh, grassroots pro-terrorist movements popping up all over the country. Two organizations, two organizations come to mind, the U S government and the world economic forum with a 16 year plan. Yeah. Yeah. The great reset, Possible. stick it up your reset. That's all I got to say. Well, to, in, uh, in the, in the Washington times from uh, Friday, there was an article that really, really caught my eye mm-hmm. uh, from Don Fetter. And I want to thank uh, you was, for sending that to me. Cause that I, made me see yeah. red and green. Well, right. It's a red and green revolution is what this is. You they can take the, their color revolution and shove it for all I care. Yeah, well, that, that's what this has become in this country is we're, we're under a color revolution right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are forces at play behind this that uh, want the chaos and want the uh, conflict in the country to keep going. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Really? Yes, because the hubris... And the despicable idea that they are all of a sudden Hamas is in the area, in the country, and the amount of anti-Semitism and, and blame the Jews mantra is coming up because they've taken a catastrophic event in Israel, and now we are in the middle of blaming the Jews all over the place, and they're using it as a cudgel to bring down this country. Can, can, and I'm not confounding any factors here either. And I'm no, not conflating no. anything either, Alpha. No. This is disgusting, and I'm sick of it. Well, it's, it's, it's really terrible when all of a sudden you can snap your fingers and have 300,000 people yelling death to Jews in, mm. in downtown Washington, D.C., Okay, we have a freedom to say whatever you want in this country, but I think this is where, you know, this is uh, this is touching some kind of line. Mm. You know, this is uh, this is really uh, we've already had violence, so and we've arrested somebody in in the uh, in the wool case in in Detroit, and they're not releasing that person's name, and they say that maybe he wasn't a, there there's no connection or something like that 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 story is so it won't be long now before you know more people do provocative things and and this gets carried to violence right so in this article i'm i'm concerned that the open invitation at the southern border is where these this army is coming from Remember, they're not coming here to assimilate. They're not coming here to be part of this country. They're not coming here to 
partake of our freedoms. They are here to destroy this country. And there's another reason why we should not be having an open border down on the south, allowing all these people in here, and who am I blaming? My finger goes right to Biden. That's who's doing this. Well, Biden is doing it, and uh, Mayorkas is about ready to find out what impeachment looks like, <sighs> I'm afraid, if they impeach this guy. Right. So right. I, I, I don't know. Marjorie Taylor Greene's up there, and they're after her, and it's just a big circle jerk of, of people trying to uh, – you know, uh, hit each other over the heads like a game of whack-a-mole and mm-hmm. uh, up on Capitol Hill, and uh, I'm getting real tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just gross. That's right. So, right now, uh, when you hear the word "color revolution," where yep. have we seen that happen in the last ten years? Um, let's see, Libya. Yep, they tried in Syria, it failed. Uh, a lot of the African countries, I think there was a color revolution going. You know. This is a CIA op, everyone, just so you're understanding where we're coming from. They go ahead. I think it's totally possible. They go ahead and they create this uh, this underswelling of uh, dissent and of riots and people that overthrow the the government for the, the alphabet agencies. And they go ahead and they make it so that they can put in someone that can be controlled by either the economic, the world economic forum or the U S government. Uh, Ukraine was a color revolution, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. Yeah. Back, uh, some years ago, it certainly was a color revolution, probably thrown by our CIA. That's right. So just, uh, you know, the times, uh, the Washington times has a great article. Yeah. Check it out on their website. Like I said, don't believe us. <laughs> they're they're writing it. You know? Well, these are the these are the same people that are save the whales on next next Tuesday, right? That's right. Or or the climate is going to kill us on Thursday, and and they're booked on Friday nights for you know the transgender rally somewhere mm-hmm. uh, coming to a city near you, and 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 when there's a unfortunate uh, police shooting. They seem to show up with the U-Haul trucks full of bricks and bats and masks and uh, create havoc throughout the cities of the United States. That's right. Uh, So these are the same people doing the same things. It's just a core group of people that want to go cause trouble. That's all they are. The BS buzzer has been given to the CIA. (laughs) Well, it's all leftist organizations that are pulling the strings here. NGOs, too, by the way. Non-government organizations. Well, I can just say leftist organizations because I I, I don't really uh, yeah well they're probably NGOs and George mm-hmm. Soros and and that group of uh, merry men and women so you know whatever so you know a little birdie was talking to me early we got to move on here a little bit to the next uh, next topic here all that right birdie, that's that's burning my biscuits a little birdie uh, told me that uh, you know. Uncle G shows up in San Francisco, and suddenly they don't have a homeless problem anymore. Oh, you mean there's there's no need for the uh, find the poop app that they have no. on the streets? No. They cleaned no, it up. They, they cleaned up all the homeless in like record time because Xi Jinping showed up in uh, San Francisco for a meeting with Gavin Newsom. So it's interesting huh. you bring this up, Alpha. Very interesting. Now let's let's look. Let's take a uh, a quick second and ask the question. Why are they so concerned how San Francisco looks when G comes to town as opposed to the citizens that live there? Well, mm. maybe they're going to they're gonna have to hand the title over to San Francisco to satisfy the debt. That's right. Yeah, they're going to. Well, that, that, that brings up a very good point. Uh, China is going to come and bring some money to, to Gavin Newsom's possible presidential run. See, if you think about. Right, what's been going on in this country and how Biden, who now is clear evidence, if anyone says, where's the evidence? He didn't take any money from any baloney that he has. There's checks all over the place to the Biden family, all of them. So China, wouldn't it be in China's interest to make sure that their plan is not interfered with? So that well, this is an insurance policy. There you go. This is an insurance policy, everyone. So instead of instead of having President Trump 
win the election, is it possible that in 2020 that they threw the elections into Biden's lap so they wouldn't have well, to deal with uh, President Trump? Well, wait a minute. I, I think it's I think it's pretty simple, actually. I think it's a lot simpler than that. I think that Trump absolutely terrifies the Chinese. Because Trump is smart enough to understand what the Chinese have been doing and what they did to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're going to come a certain point in time when uh, some conservative somewhere stands up and says, you know that money that we owe China mm-hmm. for what they did to us and what they continue to do to us, us and what we caught them doing? They can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're keeping the money. We're not paying you. Goodbye. That's right. Fuck off. So it, it, do you think in China's interest? And again, if let's... If you look at history, it looks like it wants to try and repeat itself. When the when the COVID COVID China virus was released, and there's evidence to show, and it's out there that it was developed in a Wuhan lab, and it was released by China on purpose. Do, you, do we remember what happened? The tariffs that President Trump was in, was put placing on China, and and they were being forced to come to the table and sign this agreement. That's when the virus came out. It was on purpose. China was a cornered animal that was being strangled. That's correct. And they they were basically on life support. China's in for a financial rude awakening of its own because mm-hmm. they have a, you know, Potemkin Village real estate market mm-hmm. where they've built billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of homes that nobody can afford to live in. Wow. They're sitting empty. Mm-hmm. Billions and billions and billions of dollars of state-owned property, and the real estate market in China is about ready to explode. Not so, in a good way. Does that does that sound kind of familiar? What's going on here? Oh, we'll talk about that if you oh, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I was uh, driving around looking at all these new houses going up, and uh, they're still for sale. They're trying to finish out these developments, get them all up, so that it looks like people are buying. When you see little, for, there's not, these aren't these big for sale signs in the front yard. These are little signs in the window for sale, for sale, for sale. Because if you think about the supply chain and when you had all these materials at super duper high prices, because mm-hmm. uh, everything was rare to get a hold of. And now that that's gone away, the builders all went out and bought all these materials at the higher price. Yep. And they're trying to sell the house. Before the market crashes, which I think is going to happen after the new year. I mean, yeah. I think it's happening now. Well, then there, you're. I think you're right because looking at some of the prices on uh, on the real estate sites, there the prices that were starting at four hundred thousand in my area are now down to three hundred thousand. You know, high three hundred. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So you're, you're seeing. You're seeing. Huge, huge reductions between 10 and I would say uh, 10 and 14, 14 and a half percent uh, on some of these properties that are sitting out there that were top of market and they're coming down now. Now, now part of the problem is, you know, first time buyers aren't going to be able to swing a eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, 10 percent mortgage on a four hundred fifty thousand dollar starter home. Right. Right. And it's a real problem. You know, it's it's going to be real tough to be a real estate agent here real soon. You're not going to be able to sell anything. And your cash buyers, you know, those are the only people that are going to be buying houses are cash buyers. Houses are going to be traded between people that already own them. That's just the way it's going to be for a mm-hmm. while. But the values are going to go down. And if you're in a position to be a cash buyer in a couple of years, or maybe in between, I would say, 9 and, and 14 months when things really start to bottom out right around the election. You know, the election. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be an undeniable landmine for somebody out there, isn't it? That's right. And the person that's sitting in the White House, um. That brings us, I think, to the next story where the impeachment question for Biden, which we all know Biden has has accepted money from oh, yeah. sources that are, are not within the best interest of the United States. It's in the interest of Biden's 
family uh, pocketbook, basically. basically. Now, uh, uh, Speaker Johnson, there, there, there was kind of an underswelling of news out there that's talking about how Johnson doesn't want to doesn't want to impeach right now because there's not enough evidence. Now we all kind of shake our heads and say, "How's there not enough evidence?" I I ask everyone to take a step back, look at it from sixty thousand feet. And what 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 did we just go through right now? We just had an election, right? The the local elections, basically an off year election, right? And we have a we have a Republican National Committee chair who is totally useless, and she's lost every election since twenty sixteen. I'm sorry, twenty twenty somewhere around there. She's been useless as a chair. They're not supporting Republicans, but when you get when you look at the topic of of impeaching Biden right now, it's gonna it's not gonna have the same impact if they were to hold off for a year and impeach him then. In the same time, like October twenty sixth, around there. You wanna talk about your famous October surprise by impeaching Biden, they're not gonna be able to keep it out of the news. If you well, think about the October surprise that we had back in twenty twenty that was the Biden laptop, right? Well, it was Russian disinformation, and uh, there were 51 intelligence officials that signed letters saying it was Russian disinformation, and it's funny how they're being sued now over that. Anyhow. Uh, well, what I'm saying is they, so, well, wait they were a minute, able to cover it up. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. Back to what Johnson said. Right. He said there just simply isn't enough evidence right now at this time. And everybody's pissed off and everybody's upset about it. And I've been thinking about it. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she does her Marjorie Taylor Greene thing. We could turn this into the Marjorie Taylor Greene commentary show. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, yeah. we could call it a react, you know, a, a react show for everything that she does. And we should have a Marjorie Taylor Greene react section. Okay. Yep. And we're, that's what we're going to call this today. She's all pissed, and a lot of the people that are on her side, Gates and a bunch, are just really pissed that we haven't gone full speed into an impeachment. Right. Or so they say. Correct. You've got the new Speaker of the House, who's a pretty level-headed, smart guy, who's probably a little sharper than your average pencil. Mm-hmm. He said there just isn't enough evidence at this time. Right. Keyword at this time? At this time. Well, right. What's coming up? What just happened? Do you know what just happened? Uh, in terms of what? Congressional subpoenas? Oh, of course. They just subpoenaed everyone in the Biden family. I'm, I'm not joking either. Oh, yeah. For the, Hunter, for the most part. Jill, the brother, the, the one of the business partners. Business partner, the. Uh, oh, and. Um, Hunter's sister-in-law fling. I, I can't even say that out loud. I don't even know what that is. Um, all those things have been sent out. And the interesting thing is the precedent's already been set. They can't refuse or they can't call it a, a presidential. They can't do executive privilege. Executive privilege, none of that. Sorry, no. not sorry. No, no. So, so are you following what I'm getting at, Bravo? Oh, I am. They want more information. I, I would say, you know, when when your enemy is busy destroying itself, mm-hmm. don't stop it from don't doing stop that. It. Right. And an impeachment inquiry stops the investigation immediately. Mm-hmm. Then there's no more investigation. So it sounds like not only do they <laughs> they want to have more concrete evidence. People are, are, every time you mention the, the justice system or the Bidens, they, the, the perception now and, and the automatic reaction is, oh, Biden's a, th- a thief, Biden's a, a cheat, Biden's this, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that that's happening. I also want to point out that if, if we don't have... We don't have enough um, steam. Oh, I don't know that. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off for one second on that one because I don't I don't know if there's enough 
enough uh, evidence to, to, to for me to, to say that right now. So I'm going to hold off on that right now. Well, I think it's going to be very interesting what happens when, when they get these uh, individuals on the stand and they start asking them questions. Uh, it's going to, it's going to get, it's going to get ugly fast. Right. Yeah. And I think based upon the answers that they get, um, depends on, you know, what the direction that this thing could take, let somebody take the fifth. Hmm. And then that's just an open door an open invitation to go ahead and go full bore. You know, this is what we have. Would you care to comment on it? So I think I, I would have to think that, you know, there's a whole lot of cards that we're not being shown that I think when you start watching those interviews and the, that that level of testimony, I think what's going to wind up happening is you're going to get some some smart-ass Republican, like a Matt Gates, who's going to ask a question or somebody on the committee doing the investigation is going to ask one of the witnesses a, a question in the Biden crime family there, and then they're going to, and, and the Republicans are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, how about this? Mm-hmm. And how about this? And I'd like to enter this into the record. I'd like to enter this into the record. And how about this? Would you like to talk about this? No, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Okay, good. We can do this all day. So this double Just standard. Just remember, it's the court of public opinion, too. Oh, okay. Right? So, that, so they are playing more towards the immediate result because the Senate's not going to. The Senate's control. not going to do anything. That's right. So we get this out into the public. This is how you get the evidence out there. And you continue this going, this narrative going for the next nine months, ten months until the election season is in full swing, and there you have it. If anyone, so here's here's what I think is going to happen. This is after that discussion that you just had, Alpha. I think I can say this now. Twenty fifth Amendment. If you think that Democrats are going to put Biden back up again to run up against Trump, you got another thing coming. And and going back they to can't. the Chinese, the they Chinese can't. are coming to secure uh, Gavin Newsom to run for the Democrats, and that's gonna that's gonna blow up in their face unless they're trying to get uh, Michelle Obama to do it. Which, eh. but they can't have they can't have Biden continue anymore and. Here's the other interesting thing. So the Democrats will have to remove President Biden out of the office with the 25th Amendment instead of the Republicans impeaching him now. So I think another strategy here with Speaker Johnson is that they don't want to take they don't want to they don't want to use that ammunition at this point to 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 waste it right now on an impeachment, but the Democrats want the Republicans to impeach Biden so that they can get him out of there and someone else can run. And they don't want Kamala running for president either because she talks in word salads and doesn't make any sense and cackles like a, like the joke. Kamala, Kamala Harris is a, is a complete and total farce. That's correct. And she's like, she's a joker. She was, she was just put in there because let's just face it. The Democrats, because they're racist, just put her in there because they needed a black face. And that was the only reason certainly wasn't because she was qualified. It was just because of the color of her skin. Right. And then there's some people that say, if you don't put another black woman in that, then, you know, they're going to have problems, but I don't think China is going to – they want someone that they can buy and have someone on the payroll. What a stunning like legacy this administration is going to have. The first female vice president, mm-hmm. you know, she just happens to be a person of color. She's got dark skin. Is she mm-hmm. black? No. She's Jamaican and she's uh, Indian, Indian dots, not feathers, okay? Yeah. So, okay, they, they, they picked her because of skin tone, all right? What a, what a legacy. A complete and total idiot. Mm-hmm. Yes. A complete and total idiot. Nothing valuable to say. I'm actually dumber for have listening to things that that woman has said. <laughs> she gets no extra credit or points for anything that she said. No. No. It's a complete moron. Right. 
She's a completely and totally political animal. She has no skills. She has nothing. She's just a character actor. Mm -hmm. Like we've been talking about the entire time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think these are all puppets being handled by someone else. You bet. And, uh, you know, hey, hold on one second. We're going to probably transition stories here. But I've, I've added one to the end about Georgia. So don't let me, mm-hmm. don't let me forget to, to pester you on that one. I've got some stunning revelations that have come out of Georgia. Mm. How nice. That really nobody's talking <clears throat> I mean, you know. So remember, everyone, we like to talk about the stories that they're not talking about because we find them much more interesting. And they're, they're, they're pieces of a puzzle. And Exactly. And you got to put things together so that you can figure things out. Hey, there you have it. Uh, let's see. What was the next story we want to talk about? Don't you have a... Uh... I've got something about the mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Oh, Eric Adams. Isn't it interesting he was the darling of New York City? Bring us your tired, your poor, your illegal alien. Yes. Bring Come us everybody. Up. We've got this. We got this, and all of a sudden the the city revolts. Um, the election just now, you have a <laughs> Republican supervisor for the town, for um, the Coleman, Bronx, the Bronx. Oh, and also out on the island, you have I am I am Suffolk County. Uh, they went completely Republican. Republican. All of it. Go, you know, Lee Zeldin should actually be the the chair. I like for the, Lee Zeldin. He's yeah. a decent human being. Yep. Look, look, I've, I've been to the Bronx uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a number of times, okay, for reasons, all right? Mm-hmm. I go to the Bronx. I go to the Bronx on the regular. Mm-hmm. The people that are there are just working. They're good people. They're really conservative. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the zombie class that's out in the middle of the street all day, all night long. Mm-hmm. Um, it got It's bad enough there where they had to make a change. Mm. Has it gotten bad enough talk. yet? It's gotten bad enough. It's gotten bad enough. I right. trust me when I tell you when I when I walked out of this lovely little boutique hotel, you have to literally walk over the heroin addicts on the sidewalk. Oy. So Adams must have said something because the city residents were starting to say enough is enough, right? Yes, but I, I got to tell you, uh, Adams pissed off somebody in in the Democrat Party because now all of a sudden. They've, the FBI is doing an investigation, and they have a cell phone. Oh well, they started with his campaign finance manager. Oh, well, they <laughs> and then uh, suddenly, two days later, they've got a warrant for his cell phones and uh, all electronic communication devices in his uh, reasonable care, custody, and control. Mm. So it won't be long before they find child porn on his computer. Oh. If you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So well, these people, these people play for keeps and this is no joke. Right. But it also means that they go after their own too, when they're not staying in line either. They'll be happy to arrest January 6th, you know, protesters. And then, why do you think that, why do you think the Navy used to shoot mutineers? Hmm. It's a message to the other ones that if you step out of line, this is what happens to you. So they just shot a mutineer. That's yep. all they did. Yeah, you're right. No, That'll be I, something I we're going to be watching with great interest. Oh, with great interest. Because, you know, I, I, I have the distinct pleasure of, you know, spending a lot, well, an inordinate amount of time in the South Bronx. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something, my brother. Mm-hmm. I live outside of Washington, D.C., and Washington can be rough and tough, and Washington can be dirty, and Washington has a homeless problem and a violence problem. It is nothing like the Bronx. Ah, it is zombie land. Mm-hmm. Legalizing marijuana might not have been the greatest idea. Well, if you want to make zombie land, that's how you do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, That's it's Zombie right. Land. You can, you can buy weed in the corner store. Uh, you know, hey, listen. So we're going to move on. Political corruption is something that I am particularly interested in for a number of different reasons. Number one, um, I'm interested in the, in the psychopathy, psycho, psychopathy of of how these people think that they're going to get away with it. Number one, 
you know, the people mm-hmm. in the public light that hold public office and they do publicly stupid things that uh, catch up with them at uh, some certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so does everybody, rem- that being said, does everybody remember this uh, young lady? She's a state's attorney. She was the district attorney, what would be a district attorney, the mm-hmm. district attorney for the city of Baltimore. I did hear Marilyn Mosby, Marilyn Mosby, who was put in by Soros with the money, yes. right? They, yes. They paid yes. for her to get elected. Yes. And Baltimore, and, if I remember correctly, is a uh, basically one big, huge show. Right. So, oh, everybody, everybody, everybody in Baltimore that holds office goes to jail. Right. right. Everybody. Yep. The, the, if you're a mayor of Baltimore, you're you're doing time. <laughs> the last one, the last one is serving four years in federal penitentiary uh, for some book scam. Healthy Holly. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book that she sold to the school district for hundreds of thousands of dollars that went back into her pocket as mayor. Mm. You've got to be kidding me. Books don't make that much money, do they? Well, it it does when you control the budget of the school and the school buys, you know, 100,000 copies of your book. (laughs) So that's an interesting point. The book deals that you see these politicians getting. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Hunter did a book deal, everyone, and they get these advances, and then the book bombs. Oh, there's there's a whole lot of dimension to the book business. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's a that's a that's a special story. Mm-hmm. And it is um, there's a lot there. Uh, but anyhow, uh, that's another topic for another time. But uh, so Marilyn, she um, dips into the city's retirement in 2020, 2021, claiming a financial hardship because of COVID, right? Takes a loan, I think. She 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 borrowed some money. She took some loans, and she took money out of the city retirement fund, uh, and she bought a million bucks worth of real estate in Florida with it. She used retirement funds of everyone in the city. No, no. her She her. had right to the money, but yeah. for the reasons by which she took them, she lied on the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, hardship for COVID because I have a travel business. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's got a travel business to bury expenses and losses, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody else out there know how an LLC works? Mm-hmm. Well, Biden's got like twenty of them, thirty of them, something like that. That's all I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna launder money, you may as well have at least a travel agency on the side. Travel agency for a mayor? Really? She's not the mayor. State's attorney. State's, State's attorney? attorney. Wait. She had a travel agency. So uh, I'm trying to see how this works. It was a business. I know, but how does that work when you're in a when you're a state's attorney practicing law and then you just happen to have a travel agency on the side? Something like that, yeah. Why not? Okay. I guess. Some people like to weave baskets underwater, my man. I don't know what to tell you in their spare time. Well, I'm trying to think <sighs> of the travel agency is really one of these one of these types of businesses, you don't need a travel agent anymore like you used to. Everything's done online. You you book your own trip. You book your own ticket. You just you answered your own. your own question. Oh, that's, that's there you go. Duh. You just answered your own question. I, I was just using logic, my friend. I, what do I know? Exactly. So she's she got convicted. She got convicted by a federal, federal jury. Mm. Convicted her of two counts of perjury. Oops. She's facing five years for each count, and they haven't even gotten to her husband yet. Uh-oh. And they haven't gotten to the rest of it. This woman is in deep, dark shit. Mm-hmm. She is the person that brought you Baltimore City riots in 2020 when Freddie Gray got, you know, unfortunately died after being arrested, after mm. slamming his head into the wall in the back of the paddy wagon. Well, he did it to himself. He did it to himself. They were saying that he was, they were driving so violently that that's how he died, and that's not even what happened. That's not what happened. No, because they all the video the- cameras, all the street cameras, and all the, all the video didn't show the truck. There know. was nothing abnormal. No. Nothing. No. They, they ruined these cops' lives. They, they tried to convict them all of horrible crimes. I hope they sued the living crap out of the, out of the city. 
They did. They turned around. They all got yeah. off the hook yeah. and they turned around and they sued. They don't work as cops anymore because they got a, they got a bar down in Key West called handcuffs. You know, <laughs> they're, they're retired, man. Good for them. It sucks. The city of Baltimore, that. the city of Baltimore just absolutely needs an enema. <laughs> this town needs an enema. Oh, baby does it. So, you know, I, I tacked on another story here. That was, mm-hmm. that was pretty much the end of what we wanted to talk about. Well, I got but one after a, that too. Just so you know. Okay, cool. You know, that's fine. Uh, it's been a long couple of weeks for both of us. So we're uh, a little, a little shot in the brain. A little punchy. We're punchy. A little punchy. A little punchy. Yeah. Um, so does anybody remember what's going on in Georgia with the case of 150,000 missing ballots? <laughs> does anybody remember that? Didn't we mention that in one of the shows how they were they were brought them all in? Well, that was Michigan. They they had middle this of the night. This, this is Georgia. This is Georgia. This is this is the this is the this is Fulton the County. same jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, Fulton County. Where they had a had a water main break, supposedly, and then it turned out it was a urinal that was running. <laughs> no, no. What it, what it, what it is is there's 150,000 ballots that are missing somehow. Okay. Oh, that missing and, and that missing. Yes. And Trump's attorneys and the state and and everybody, you know, the this, the state is the one not turning over the ballots mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to the uh, other side here. And what does it mean when the state has outside counsel for this matter? Oh, and the outside counsel goes, yeah, your honor, we quit. No. <laughs> uh, what does that mean to you? Uh, there, there's a little BS there. I think there's some suborning perjury activity, maybe uh, being prevented. So all the attorneys that are on the state's the side. State side we're trying to defend yes the the, the subpoena the subpoena is basically saying i'm not getting in the middle of this because i can't nope. do any I can't lie. immoral legal type stuff exactly Bingo. oh ding, 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 boy ding. boy oh boy oh boy well oh yeah yeah this yeah. will be interesting i mean i guess you could have the city attorney try and defend you but he's not gonna want to do it either well, an attorney can pretty much do anything, but they can't suborn perjury, right? So suborn perjury. Why don't we explain that? Just because that's a good legal term. Uh, suborning perjury is like supporting a position they know to be false. You know, like they know that they everything is a basically a lie. So it's it's uh, different than the defense. Like the person was. Uh, it's really, it's really, uh, the, I, I, yeah. I interpret it now. Now I'm not a great legal scholar or anything, but I interpret it this way. Your client is so bad and has pumped you into a corner so badly mm-hmm. that everything that you're going to say from then on in is going to make you look like a liar mm. or you're going to have to lie to defend against it. So you probably just can't suborn that type of behavior anymore. And you're just going to have to quit. Hey, there's any attorneys out there, maybe you could explain it to me better. I don't get it. Anyway. Oy, wow. Well I know a particular attorney that'll weigh in on something. I, so. I would I would I would love yeah. to hear this attorney's idea because I I only play one on TV. Um it, you know, anyway. So well, let, that was I, a very simplistic way of defining it. And I'm not sure that I'm completely correct, but that's what it means to me. I mean, yeah. Well the, it sounds like the attorneys <laughs> don't want to impugn their reputations either which would be bad. well it's like don't stand behind the uh, cow when it coughs or you're going to get covered with shit you know <laughs> those were those were old rules that uh you know were were ingrained into my brain at a very young age mm-hmm. you know you hear a cow cough move oh yeah <laughs> and you move. had that unique experience of living in a farm too anyway i did i did so as as everyone knows, I love to talk about a little bit of culture here too. We talk about the news, talk about the culture. I want to talk about Disney for a second because not only did oh Disney ruin Star Wars, I know Tate, you don't like the stuff I do, but it's my you're still my bitter section. about this whole Star Wars ruin. Oh, thing. I am so upset about how they ruined Star Wars, but now Disney's ruined Marvel too. They just oh, released no. a what movie did they called do to My Deadpool. Oh, oh, that's that is going to be the the thousand dollar question. Excuse me, the billion dollar question. If they mess up Deadpool three, I'm not going to be happy either. But Star Wars has been ruined. 
Uh, they just came out with a movie called The Marvels, or Marvels, uh, with uh, Brie Larson, who is the biggest sourpuss actress out there, and she is. Uh, and, and and what Disney chose to do, and this is really what what really gets me upset. They've decided instead of a story, instead of trying to tell a story and and make it entertaining and allow people to kind of escape reality for a little bit and kind of recenter their thoughts and just get, be taken away for a little bit. They decided that they've embraced woke nonsense and the, the narratives where we have to have a, you know, they, they take all the good stories like a little mermaid and they make it so that she had the, that um, Ariel is now black instead of what the story was all about, about falling in love and, you know, wanting to be uh, out of the water and be uh, on land. I, everyone knows the story, but they t- they ch- they they just repurpose all this stuff with what they feel is women instead of men. Men are the patriarchy, and it's just it's just total subversion of the entire story, and and of course taking us away. So Disney is is basically made their bed and laid in it their stock their stock prices were all the way up to 112 dollars or something now it's down to 81 dollars and still falling but here's the bigger part of all this south park just came out with um a cartoon where they make fun of kathleen kennedy and they blame kathleen kennedy for ruining you know cartman's running around and they're talking about all the the die agenda remember how it's not it's not dei to me it's die Diversity, inclusion, and, and yeah. exclusion, I guess, is the best way to put it. But if, if you get a chance, you can kind of see where this is all going. They're also having a a, a, an, a, a, um, a takeover. They want to get the current chairman out of Disney uh, and put in. Uh, they've been buying up stocks so they can do a hostile takeover of Disney and get rid of all these people who are ruining all the the Disney brand and the Disney name and the woke agenda nonsense. And I think the funding where you see BlackRock and all these other big, 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 huge financial houses, they're they're getting taken down a couple of pegs too because people just aren't buying it anymore. They they had the 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 Marvels movie uh, was basically. Uh, propped up that it made $45 million this week, and they had to come back out and say, no, 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 it only made 10 or 15 or something. Well, like that's that. a record low for a Marvel movie. And it, and it actually cost $250 million to make. You know what? <laughs> so when your enemy is is killing itself, don't, mm-hmm. don't get in the way and don't try to stop it. Exactly. Everybody should just call them up on the phone and tell them, you guys are doing great. Keep going. <laughs> make more of that shit. And they they keep doing it. I mean, uh, oh, and one more thing about Disney Plus, which Disney Plus is the is the streaming service for Disney, and they don't have enough shows coming out, and that's the model that they're trying to move towards now. Because, well, you got to remember there was also a writers' strike and everything. Too. Oh, that that ended, by the way. We'll get into that in one second. But um, everyone's leaving Disney Plus. They can't take the uh, crap. Loki, who was a great villain, and kind of going on this redemption arc was has his own show and it's totally disgusting and it's a terrible show and no one watches it. And uh, everything is, is whatever Disney touches, it turns to shit. So there you have it. So <laughs> are you, are you feel better now? No, Bravo, you, I don't okay feel better now, because I want my star Wars back. I want, you're not week. getting your star Wars. Oh, back. Meanie, you can you can tell all meanie. the kids about the good old days of Star Wars, right? Of Star Wars, I was there when it came out. I saw it in the theater. Oh, those you were the little days. whippersnapper, get off my lawn! Get off my lawn! And it was a golden. And I don't age want of Star any Wars. Girl Scout cookies, so screw off. <laughs> golden exactly. age of Star Wars. That's what it was. Um, so the SAG, uh, the SAG, uh, the 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 Actors Guild, and the writers, and oh, they're all coming back to work and. Now they want to, they, and I, I believe whenever you have an, a, a strike, look at what they're trying to change. The big movie theaters are done. No one's going to the movies anymore. They're all going to streaming. They all want everything oh, yeah. streamed. This is, this, is, this is all about 
how they get residuals off of streaming. That's right. Because of the low barrier to entry for these platforms to license the material. Mm-hmm. So they've they've really diluted the value of their own brands, haven't they? That's right. They're not making the money as an actress or an actor anymore because No, the, these big these big theater productions I think are I think are over. I don't think anybody really cares anymore unless you have a, a really well established you know, uh, franchise. Well, and you can continue it the right way and, and you have the courage to do it the right way and to stay, you know, look, you know, I know they ruined your star Wars stuff. Had they kept going the right way and uh-huh. kept it, you know, true to itself, that would have been a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Oh, Instead, very much so. They just blew it apart, right? They put in intersexuality so, they put in all the crap uh, and the woke yeah. BS and all well, it was just bad business decisions. Let's just yeah. call it, We've made a lot of very unpopular business decisions with our customers. Mm-hmm. Like Bud Light did the same damn thing. That's right. And now no one buys it. No one drinks no it. No one and- buys it. That company is about ready to teeter off the edge of a cliff, mm-hmm. Budweiser. Yep. You know, their their sales are down across the board. Uh, okay, so let them self-destruct. Yeah. I- there will be somebody out there. There will be somebody out there with the courage mm-hmm. to pick up the mantle on something and to do it the right way and keep going straight forward. Okay. So here always will be. So here, of course, comic books are, are a dying breed also. There's no more. There's no, you know, after Stan Lee died uh, about seven, six years ago, five years ago, somewhere around there. I don't know, but uh, damn, he was such a cool dude. Right? He, he had some awesome comic books. I loved. I oh, loved Stan comic Lee was a genius. Yes. And he came up with Iron Man and Thor and all the Marvel. He came up with all of it. That's right. So. There's there's a new there's a new person that has started his own. It's called the Ripper Ripperverse. Um, this okay. uh, he he started his own comic book. He's got his own stories. He he went back to the original way of doing things, and of course, all the all the big entertainment companies, Warner Brothers especially, who has DC Comics, which is junk. Aquaman stinks. They killed Wonder Woman. She the, the first two movies were great, and then it went to, to crap. Uh, Aquaman was okay in the first one, and the second one's garbage. Uh, it they just destroy everything because they don't have an original story. Well, so, well, one Wonder Woman. She, they they won't make another Wonder Woman movie. That's over. Oh, because Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, uh, she's Jewish, yeah, Israeli, she's Jewish. Israeli know, she can't can't do that. You know? Oh, God forbid, Jeez. Anyway, well, I, I think the face of entertainment is really, really, really changing, and I don't understand why. Hold on, we're we're not quite we're not quite there yet. All right, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> Producer Bravo, we're not quite there yet. There's, there's oh, there's, there's more to large, say. I'm sorry. There's the yeah. There there's there's one more topic out there. Right. You know, look, you know, it, it's it's interesting when you when you when you get kind of an inside uh, under the hood look at at some of the entertainment industry and and how that works, and, and you have a business background. And it's very fascinating how these things are all intertwined. Mm-hmm. It'll be real interesting to see how it works out, and maybe there'll be a market correction what these actors and actresses are actually, you know, and it'll cut their egos down just maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe but they'll anyhow, keep their nose out of the politics and stop talking about Maybe. You know, maybe they'll learn just to do their own business. But right. uh, anyhow, you know, the, the thing I wanted to raise was we're, we're not really – we spent about 50 minutes or so I would say avoiding talking about uh, the Israel Hamas and Hezbollah conflict uh, oh, in the Middle yes, East. There is more to say about that. Yep. And I, I, I want to say that um, this is all very, this is, this is a, a, a very tough situation for everybody to be in uh, both sides. You know, the, uh, there are people that uh, live in Gaza that, uh, generally don't want to have anything to do with Hamas or Hezbollah or any of that stuff. And uh, they're trapped in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel badly for them for sure. Uh, I just want people to stop dying. And if Hamas decided to give up tomorrow, there'd be peace. And I really wish they would because Gaza city is surrounded by Israelis. Uh, they're squeezing it and they're going to start splitting uh, Gaza into little chunks that they can control. And they're going to, They've made a lot of progress. My understanding is they control Gaza City now, mm-hmm. the Israelis. 
Um, and it didn't really, in the grand scheme of things, take a terribly long time to uh, take that over. So this is going to get a lot worse mm. before it gets better. And if anybody over there does anything remotely stupid, we're all in for uh, big, big troubles. So, so one I, other I thing. I think we're definitely in danger. One other thing, though, uh, in the last couple of weeks, Biden has been asking for ceasefires. Everyone's been asking yes. for ceasefires, and that is just another way of saying, give up, Israel, we want you dead. So anyone that asks for a ceasefire, you're, you're a terrorist. We're going to use well, the same play out of the same playbook that they have. Let's let's bring this let's bring this home just a little bit closer for everybody out there in the listening audience. You know, we have a group of people that do listen to us. Mm-hmm. I have a very very close friend of mine who works in Washington D.C. as a lobbyist. He's a American citizen, but he's a dual uh, of Israel. He served in the IDF. Uh, he served in their equivalent to our Navy SEALs there. Uh, aquatic special operations, you know, multi-mission uh, specialty corps. Really good, solid, great guy. Um, these people decided to get a hold of his information, then they doxed him because, you know, he Israeli, you know, Jewish, uh, threatened him, his life, his family. They were able to break into his computer systems. They got a hold of, you know, some information that belonged to me because I'm in his you know, contact list, et cetera. Uh, so these people are the death to Jews crowd out there mm-hmm. in the United States. Uh, so let's just say that uh, it, if, if you think that this won't affect you at some point, you're going to have that moment. You're going to have that moment where you realize that this isn't cool. Mm-hmm. So just putting it out there for the universe, this isn't cool. Mm-hmm. I have one rule in life, and I don't care what color you are. I don't care who your God is. I don't care if you worship you know, a, a doll sitting in the corner. Be a decent person and don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. These people don't know how to be decent people, and they certainly do not know how to stop being assholes. Mm. So it's a dangerous place out there, so keep your head on a swivel. Mm. And if you think you're on their side and if you think you support them, they won't come after you at some point, you're making a giant miscalculation. Mm-hmm. You can only pet the rattlesnake so many times before it bites you. Again. Why did it bite? Why did you bite me? We were friends. Oh, I'm a rattlesnake. That's what I do. That's what these people do. That's what they people do. So on that note, uh, on that positivity... You know, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen that are out there. Uh, things are getting really weird, guys. Um, I hope uh, I hope cooler heads prevail and we don't uh, get embroiled in point-blank enemy contact in the Middle East somewhere. And uh, keep your chins up, the guys that uh, did get attacked by the Iranians uh, that served with us. We're, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Mm. Our police, fire, and EMS out there working with us on the street. Keep us safe. Be ever vigilant, boys and girls, because I think uh, danger is on our doorstep. So from both of us at the Signal 50 Podcast, thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Thank you.